You're listening to the Tidy Revival Podcast, where we explore the stories and emotions behind decluttering and home organization. I'm your host, Carly Adams, home organizer and creator of the clutter-free home process. Now, this is the time where I remind you that this is not a show for little ears. If your kids are in the room, please pause now. This show has an explicit rating. We're going deep. We're going through your shit while we're going through your shit. Now, let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Tidy Revival podcast. I am so happy you're here today. I'm going to be talking about how I've changed as an organizer over the last five years. Tidy Revival, my organizing company is about to turn five. I am so excited. I can't believe that it's been almost five years. And I officially started my business in November of 2017. Of course, there was a lot of planning and things that went into it. And I'd already been doing some organizing before I started my business too. Otherwise that would have been a bad idea. But so today's really about how I've changed in my business as an organizer over the last five years. Something that I do on the back end that I don't really talk about here is connect with other organizers, both nationwide and globally too, in the Inspired Organizer Network. I'm a mentor over there. So we are comparing notes regularly, sharing feedback, talking about issues and all these different things that come up. So it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun and I love staying connected in that community, but it also provides a chance to reflect often on things that I used to feel worked well and how they've changed over the years. And so I just wanted to share some of that here today because I find it kind of interesting. And I do find myself talking a lot about it with clients and students because my evolution as a business owner, like I'm not the same organizer that I was five years ago. I'm not the same business owner that I was five years ago. And I find this very interesting. Hopefully you will too, but we'll see. If you do, I would love for you to tag me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Feel free to DM me or email me and just let me know your biggest takeaways. I do love hearing from you. I do love hearing how you're listening to episodes. Somebody shared with me recently about the two-parter that I did with Tammy a few episodes back. They had a meeting and they were listening to the podcast as they were driving to the meeting. And I guess it was a longer drive. And then they listened to the second half on their way back and telling me their favorite takeaways. And it just means so much. So thank you. Okay. Getting started. The biggest thing that's changed over the last five years is simplifying. I feel like simplifying is really the name of the game in my business, especially right now, we're doing a lot of big changes on the back end, and it's all around simplifying and just streamlining. We're calling it a period of pruning, which is a phrase that I got from somebody that I follow and love. Her name is Denise Duffield Thomas. It's really decluttering in our business practices, and it's been fantastic because we're just streamlining things. When it comes to actually organizing, and working with clients, I used to feel a lot of pressure as I walked into a space that I was going to prove that I had the most innovative ideas around. And the reason that didn't work was because if you're walking into a space, you have to envision what it's going to be like, but 
there wasn't any decluttering that went along with that. So one example is I could look at a closet and think to myself, oh, this person has a lot of handbags. They really love handbags. I obviously need to create a storage solution around these handbags. And then I could make my plan around that. As we declutter, and this is based on a real story, as we declutter, if we've realized that handbags aren't actually something that she cares about, she's just ended up collecting handbags out of habit over the years, but through the process of decluttering realizes that they're not important to her, then I would have spent a lot of time and energy creating a solution around something that didn't matter to the client. These days we've changed that and we use decluttering as the foundation of everything that I do. And I used to obviously declutter with people. That was a big part. It's like the first step in the process, but now I am going into everything with using that as the foundation. And we talk about that a lot here on the podcast. I talk about it a lot in the course community with my students, but yeah, that's the phrasing that I use because it is that important. We want to use decluttering as the foundation of everything. And what that allows us to do is really create simple systems that are easier to maintain because you're not still digging through too much stuff day in, day out that doesn't It's not things that you use, want, need, love. It doesn't need to be part of your life. So when we just eliminate that, it streamlines things. Everything is simpler. You are gaining more space. Your systems are easier. They're less packed to the brim. You're able to find what you need when you need it and put it back. And you're not having to deal with all of the excess items. Cannot stress this enough using that as a foundation. And now when I walk into a space, it's easier for me. It's easier for the client because I'm not actually worrying about the finished vision until we're going through things. There are some spaces where I kind of have an idea of probably the type of solution that I'm going to use specifically in garages where we know, okay, we're going to need storage space and it's going to be like an XYZ type of model. But For a lot of spaces, bathrooms, pantries, that sort of thing, we really do need to go through what we're going through before I can create solutions. And it again, it just ends up with a more simple result. This episode is brought to you by the Clutter-Free Home Process, my online course community that teaches you the process I use with every client, including how to declutter and get things out of your home. Yes, including the tough stuff create simple systems, and maintain it. All of this comes with personalized support and accountability along the way for a full year in a private community. Learn more at tidyrevival.com forward slash course. The other thing that has changed a lot is that I used to, I think I just used to give people too many options when we were working together directly. I thought that maybe they would know what they wanted or I'm like, we could go this road. We could go this road. Now it's really more about me asking them questions to assess what kind of solutions are going to work best for their personality and giving them options around that. And what it's allowed me to do is it streamlines it for them. It streamlines it for me. And I'm just getting straight to the point. So there are less options, but they're more geared towards what is going to work for that specific person. And that's with my one-on-one clients. With my students, we definitely talk more in general because they're responsible for, at the end of the day, measuring their space and figuring out the specific solutions. But I'm definitely giving recommendations in like, these are the types of lines that I 
use frequently that work really well, or if you want this, this is a great place to start. It's just the final, like double checking those dimensions and purchasing items. It's just on the student from there. Something else that has changed a lot is that I used to do more done for you work with clients, meaning that I could come into a space and say, okay, bye. And then just leave and we would organize and things. But now that we really, really stress using decluttering as a foundation of everything that kind of came about because I needed to, after a while, hone in on really what I felt was the most important work. And for me, the thing that I love is helping a client work through the decluttering process and helping them with that decision-making. And I really do love working with people specifically who are overwhelmed with too much stuff because helping them through that process of getting started and the decision-making means that they're able to take that skill set with them and use it anywhere in any home that they live in. Once you're also helping people create simple systems, again, that's not just for this specific pantry or this specific bathroom. That's a skill set you can take anywhere. And it goes into that teach a man to fish situation because if somebody does something for you, that specific project is done but you don't have the skill set to do it again. And that's not a knock on those projects at all or those clients because not everybody needs assistance with decluttering. It's just what I found is that is where my passion truly is. And if there are any reductions that we need to do, it's not in my best interest or the clients for me to just be decluttering without them. That's a recipe for disaster. So in working with clients alongside them, that's where the magic really happens for me. So I've really leaned into that. And now my goal, you'll hear me say this all the time, is that I want to help people with too much stuff create clutter-free homes. Are we friends on social media yet? Whether your jam is Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, or Facebook, follow us at Tidy Revival for tips and updates. Another big change that's happened is that I realized over time that I don't need, and this really is a result of the pandemic. I had wanted to get started in virtual organizing, helping people online for a long time. The pandemic really forced my hand with that just due to timing, but The blessing in disguise is that I realized that I don't need to be physically present for somebody to have an aha. The biggest thing is that I need to teach what I know and support people along the way. So touching base regularly, having accountability, being available for questions frequently so that you don't have to wait like a month to get your questions answered. You can get questions answered in real time or very quickly. The moment that things click for somebody, that moment is seriously everything. It's so interesting. It doesn't necessarily have to do with me being physically present. The biggest thing is that people need to know that they're not alone and they're not right. That we talk about that all the time here. That's one of the biggest reasons that I started the podcast in the first place is that I really truly need people to understand that they are not alone because dealing with clutter and decluttering, organizing, it can feel very isolating and it can have a lot of wins and questions that people don't necessarily want to just share on their social media because for a lot of people, this isn't the thing that they want to share with the world. And that's fine. If it is also more power to you. And if it isn't, 
it's totally fine. You're not alone. The biggest change in the last five years is growing this community online where people can share their wins. They can post when things are clicking. They can post pictures that are before and after knowing that it's going to stay in the group and that we care a lot. And that when you post, we're going to be cheering you on. But if you have questions along the way, you can post those too. And even the rules in our community, in the course community have changed too. And I guess rules is really an aggressive word. It's more of like guidelines. I found that people really needed to know that it's totally fine if you want to do things in your own style and in your own way and have a permission slip to not do it perfect. I think there's a lot of pressure and it doesn't help with the hurdle of getting started. Getting started is really like the toughest thing for people. So in the course community, we let people know, and this is stuff that I'm working on the back end too. It's just being more transparent with this for folks as they're entering the community too. Anyway, back end updates, super fun for you. But people need to know that you don't have to do this perfectly. You can go through the course and listen to it like a podcast without sitting in front of your computer and taking notes the whole time. There's workbooks there for you and you can dig into them as you feel there are areas that you really want those resources and want to dig into. But if you wanted to skim the whole thing, just know what's covered, where, glean a bunch of tips and then start taking action and then go back and dig into certain parts of the course with the workbook as needed. That's fine too. We have Q and a calls twice a month. And a big thing that has changed over the last year in the course community is that we really stress that you don't have to have your camera on. You don't have to be sitting in front of your computer and listening to the Q and a calls. It's not like a classroom. You don't have to be attentive and present and prove that you're really paying attention. They're also completely optional. So if you're not there, it's fine. No harm, no foul. But if you want to listen to them while you're running errands in your car, you absolutely can. If you want to be at home and you want to have your camera off and have it muted, but you just want to be working on your own projects and only chime in camera, no camera, when you have questions along the way, that is also fine. So you can just show up as you are, chime in with questions as you need it. You could even be working on your projects at home, listening to a replay and then asking questions in the group or queuing them up for the next Q&A call as needed. And people don't have to be present on a Q&A call to have their questions answered. They don't have to be present to even submit photos or videos. And I don't have to share those photos and videos with the rest of the group if people don't want. And questions can also be confidential. So it's a real choose your own adventure, come as you are, work on your own timeline. Having that support and accountability built in is really important. So people know that it's available to them. They can pop in and get it as they need it. They can get their questions answered as they need it. They can post what they're working on and we will circle back for accountability. And that's really the whole point of the group. It was interesting for me as an organizer, because this has allowed me to grow this space where people can share because it's a group environment that can be a much more budget conscious price point than if you had an organizer in home working with you step-by-step every step of the way. The fact that is possible and things can click without being physically present the whole time. I found that this has been a really 
big game changer for myself and growing a community and a big part of my heart. That's what I'm working on these days. Hey, hon, are you looking to jumpstart your organization? Check out my free printable decluttering guide to give you inspiration on where to start. Just head to tidyrevival.com forward slash guide to get started. So yeah, tons and tons of changes as an organizer, pandemic aside, (laughs) I don't think I would change a thing because you have to go on your journey. You have to learn and grow. I became an organizer because I wanted to help people shortcut the lessons that I learned in my own journey of getting organized. If you haven't heard me talk about it yet, I am not a naturally organized person. All of this is a learned skill. So it's been really fun to help others on their journey too, and to shortcut it. But over the last five years, I'm not the same organizer that I used to be. I've learned even more and it's so much fun to bring even more shortcuts for people as they're getting started on their decluttering and organizing journey. So thank you for listening to this background episode. It's really fun for me to reminisce about all the things that have changed and yeah, things just aren't the same as they were in 2017, but I wouldn't have it any other way. If you have any follow-up questions for me, please let me know and I'll make sure to answer them in an upcoming episode. If there are enough questions, maybe I'll do a part two or something. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Head to tidyrevival.com to learn more about how I help people one-on-one or in the clutter-free home process community. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe. So you'll always have latest access to episodes. And of course, as I mentioned, we'd love to hear your takeaways. Feel free to tag us at tidy revival on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok. The Title Revival podcast is written and hosted by me, Carly Adams, and it's edited by Brittany McLean. Title song, Maverick, is by Dresden, the Flamingo. And until next time, remember that you got this. <laughs>